Godfather Minute. We are back with another Godfather Minute. Minute. I'm Alex Robinson. And I'm Andy Robinson. And together we are the Godfather, Godfather Minute, Minute Brothers. 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 Where we go through uh, the Godfather movie one minute at a time. Give you some behind the scenes tidbits. Give us, give you some fan theories. And crack a lot of silly jokes. Do we give fan theories? Well, I mean, on that we are fans and we have theories about stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. Uh, because that sounds more serious than it is. It's really just us kind of, yeah, asking questions, yeah. wondering. Theory, how you think theory is too too heavy of a word? Kind of. Fan speculation. Yeah. Mm. Fan fantasies. <laughs> fan. I take it back. We, you're right. We <laughs> <laughs> we definitely come up with theories. Fan yeah. theories. We are fans. We are. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, we're talking. We're talking about minute fifty-three of the Godfather. Do you want to take a guess how, as to how to say that in Italian, Alex? Um, quaranta, <laughs> quantera, <laughs> quanatra, Frank Quanatra. <laughs> <laughs> Think of five. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, cinque, cincuenta. Spanish. Spanish is cinco. Cinco. Qua, cinque, yeah. cinque? cinque is five, so what's 50? 50. Cinquanta? Yeah, cinquanta. Cinquanta. Now uh, we're three. It's very similar to Spanish. Tres? Tre. Tre, no S. Cinquanta tre. Cinquanta tre. You got cinquanta it. Cinquanta tre. Cinquanta tre. Minuto numero cinquanta tre. I'm very proud of you. You, you know, I have no, <laughs> you know, I have no uh, facility for learning languages. <laughs> But, I've, uh, I've got no uh, brain for uh, big deals. I can't wait to go to Italy, Italy now so I can just specifically just talk about minutes and <laughs> minute numbers to the, the Italian people. The gendarmes are, are going to call the the U.S. Embassy. They're going to say they found this this American rambling Babbling Italian nonsense. numbers walking around the streets <laughs> late at night. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. <laughs> <Yeah>. No! <laughs> So, uh, yeah, we're talking about minute uh, 53. 53. 53, uh, minute 53. It starts as the end of the uh, the Tom Tom and the Turk show, which mm-hmm. has been going on for a couple of weeks now. Tom and the Turk. Tom and the Turk coming at you. Uh, I see their their logo as two T's, mm-hmm. maybe with cartoons, uh, a cartoon of each of them looking around, like peeking right. from behind their T. Got it. So And then, of, yeah, at right. each other. No, out at the audience. Okay. So in so okay, yeah. I'll, I'll go along with that. You gonna, you gonna draw that for us? Well, I was gonna say yeah, but the the Turk would be holding a knife, and Tom would be holding a, a uh, microphone or a briefcase. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Because <laughs> nothing shows the evolution of the mafia ah. more than a knife and a briefcase. That's true. So would it be He's Tom their- and the Turk, or the Turk and Tom? Oh, that's a great question. I, I'm not sure the Turk would allow. Uh, the Tom's name to be before the Turks. Mm. He's, got, he's a little got a bit of an ego there. You think? I mean, it would probably be better for business if Tom, someone more legitimate, he's and American, a squeaky clean front man. Yeah, but I don't know. Mm. So lots of I think he's got a little bit of an ego. Um, the Turk and Tom 
<laughs> sounds like a uh, like surf and turf or Tur- something. The Turk and Tom. The Turk and <laughs> give me a Turk and Tom on rye. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like their sandwich. Uh, oh, and it would come with a big knife, like uh, uh, spiked into it, stabbed right. into it. I that's like how it. you eat the sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's our uh, our bonus content for today. Uh, Godfather sandwiches, <laughs> specialty sandwiches. Have you, have you ever had Godfather's pizza? Have I had it? Yes. And is it good? I don't think so. No, mm. I think it's kind of typical chain, even yeah. worse, just terrible chain pizza. It's funny they never they never eat pizza in The Godfather. No, I don't think so. Um, I guess that's why you have to go there if you want to see The Godfather's pizza. Yeah, I think uh, pizza. I heard pizza is more of an American dish yeah. than an Italian dish. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, the minute starts off with Tom uh, with the Turk. He's telling Tom, uh, "I'm a, a lot of teaser." <laughs> he's telling Tom today, "I'm a businessman." Blood is a big expense. This is as Tom's leaving. Yeah, it's really interesting. Tom's it's leaving almost like the, he's trying to explain or justify the abandoned diner. So, you, is, mm-hmm. that a, is that a great line? Blood is a big expense. Yeah, it is a good yeah, line. Yeah, it's a great line. I'm a businessman. Blood is a big expense. Um, it's true. Is it true? I think so. Blood leads to wars, but ultimately, it's it can be a good investment. Slotso's mm-hmm. banking on it. I uh, I was looking at the. Um, the annotated Godfather, the complete screenplay uh-huh. by Jeannie Jones. And uh, I was looking in the back of it and they have an index of memorable lines. Mm. From, so if you wanted to look up which lines are uh, from the, which, you know, the behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think that line ranks as one of the uh, memorable lines uh, in the movie? How many lines are we talking about are in this bank? Oh, it's probably, I'm going to say 40. Mm, 40 lines. Forty lines, he's still alive. <laughs> Forty lines, and it's still in. I'm gonna say no. You were wrong. I was wrong. It is. Uh, it is there. It's uh, the one behind. Before that is it's in chronological order. Okay. Never tell anyone outside the family what you're thinking again. And the next line is Luca Brazzi sleeps with the fishes. Oh man, I don't think that that stands with those two lines. Definitely not with Luca Brazzi. St- Sleeps with the fishes. Right. Even lay people know that line. Right. You don't think you don't think lay people know uh, no blood is a bit of big expense. Definitely not. Well, I guess if you're trying to fill up a book. Yeah. Well, also every line in the movie is listed in the full <laughs> line. Uh, line I mean, what do you think? It's just it's a deeper cut. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's like the top ten. Yeah. But uh, I think if you can't say who said it, it shouldn't be in there. Really? And most people would not remember that. The, most lay people would not even know who the Turk was, Salazzo. Well, so that really makes it a very limited. I think probably mm-hmm. only, only, I'm going to make a little off of the camera. <laughs> only Don Corleone's lines would be in there. <laughs> and everyone else's lines, but falsely attributed to Don Corleone. <laughs> That's something. Keep, uh, your, keep your friends close. And your I handle the, um, the social networking for our show. I guess I should mention you can follow us on Twitter at Godfather Minute. We're on Instagram at Godfather Minute. And of course, on Facebook, we're Godfather Minute or join Fredo Corleone's Mickey Mouse Nightclub. But so what I'll do is on the, I'll, I'll sometimes search Godfather in Twitter and see mm-hmm. what things people are saying about the term Godfather. And I would say maybe a quarter of all the Godfather quotes are not from the Godfather. No way. What do you mean? Yeah. 
Uh, it's just like any any kind of badass sounding mafia line. They'll attribute. Oh, wow. They'll they'll say, "Oh, the Godfather." That's from the Godfather. Wow. And I, I can't think of any offhand, yeah, of course. Yeah. But it, you know, it would be like uh, interesting. It'd be like keep your friends close and your enemies close. But that one, I don't know. That one I know really is the God is yeah. from the Godfather. But uh, but that was Michael Corleone, right? Who does become the Godfather? Yeah, that's true. He is a Godfather. He's not the Godfather. The Godfather. Well, I wonder now that we're bringing it up, the Godfather. Who is the titular Godfather? Um, I guess in the first one, it's it's the it's Vito Corleone. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> Just got a it's not, Is it? It's not Michael. But is it? <laughs> really? Is it? I'm going to keep asking that until you change your mind. I would say that Godfather 2 is Michael. Okay. Oh, and that's why it's called part two. Right. Because it's a second Godfather. Although it is confusing because it also showcases uh, Vito Corleone. So it should be called the Godfathers with a Z. (laughs) Part two, (laughs) T-O-O. Because there's two (laughs) Godfathers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's well, because he's a Godfather too. Yeah. T O O. So the 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 front of the VHS would be you know Marlon Brando with the cat, <laughs> but then it would um, be like Michael Corleone peering around the corner saying, uh, "I'm the Godfather too." T O O. Yeah, T O O. Um, and then and then in a uh, talking bubble or thinking bubble, Is thought, that what you thought, call balloon, it? Uh, thought thought balloon, thought balloon. You would have Don Corleone on that box cover saying, uh, "Keep your, keep your friends close and your sons closer." Mm, there you go. Your one surviving son, <laughs> your youngest son, closest. What about me, Pop? <laughs> so blood is a big expense. It is. Yeah. For dry clean. Ultim- and in this, it's ultimately the the ultimate expense for Salazzo. It you cost him his life. His life, right? Um, <laughs> life. <laughs> so lots of life, life, So why do you think it is a big expense? Because you have to then like because it it it, it drops it breaks up business. You have to suddenly yeah. start. It's like a fire you have to put out and make sure for a few reasons. Cover your tracks. One, people and, respond typically respond emotionally. Mm-hmm. It's true. Some people have to take action. Based on that, that's not necessarily good for business, but they have to to save face. So it's not necessarily the blood that's bad for business. It's the disruption of it's business cons- caused correct. by the it's blood. It's the consequences. Right. I think also uh, on, a, on an operational level, all of the people who are killed have to be replaced. So you have to promote people and then bring people into those ranks. You've got, you've got your training programs, your professional development right, programs yeah. you have to implement. What do you got, like a six to eight week training program or something? <laughs> <laughs> so in that case, though, it sounds like the blood, oh, that's only if it's your blood. Like, obviously, it's not mm-hmm. messy for the Turk if Luca Brasi gets killed because he doesn't have to do any of that replacement. Well, but maybe he brings on heat, like you said about the yeah, emotional Yeah, brings reaction. on heat. You have to pay off more cops probably. Yeah. So it's literally more expensive. You probably have to pay off more people. You have to arm more people. Those, there's a lot Buy of money. more bullets. More bull, a lot of money in them, them gun, guns and ammo. <laughs> uh, so they step outside the diner uh-huh. at last. Mm-hmm. They leave the murky depths of the diner and um hmm. I'm trying to think if there's any significance to that being outside the diner 
Yeah. Well, an abandoned diner. Yeah. The only thing I can think of is that because food is such an important part of the mm. Italian mm-hmm. culture and stuff that, that they're in a place where it's like not. Yeah. It's like a, you know, not not even is it not even a home cooked meal. They don't cook any meals. There. Yeah. It's okay. desolate of food, of nourishment. Tom yeah. Hagen is hungry. That was in a deleted <laughs> hungry scene. Hungry for revenge. <laughs> so lots of says drink it. Remember? He gives yeah, him yeah. a cup of, wine, of mm-hmm. scotch. And uh, Hagen says, uh, in a deleted scene, Hagen said, uh, could I get a sandwich? Could I get a sandwich for lots? I haven't eaten all day. You picked me up right off the street. We only have turkey. <laughs> oh, I get it. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're, ta- we're, we're talking uh, business here. <laughs> uh, so lots, so I'm hungry. I haven't eaten all day. This is not personal. <laughs> I get it's personal. Angry. It's metabolic. <laughs> So they step outside and it's just snowing because it is mm-hmm. Christmas Eve, as yeah. we've established, or the weekend of Christmas Eve, yeah. the last business day before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Tom's eking out some last minute Christmas shopping. Do you notice the fire going in that can? Yeah. Do you remember that? Do I remember? Well, did you see that in New York or was that really before our time? I I don't think it's so much before our time as out of our out of our social class. Okay, I feel like you mostly probably see it in like places where there's not a lot of like you know economically not vi- mm. not like vital areas. Because if someone's going to leave a garbage, oh, I believe this is below our class, Alex. <laughs> no, I totally know that it's a snobby <laughs> thing to say, but that's my uh, worst you know. upper crust impression. <laughs> I don't even know who I sounded like there. No, no, I, I hear you. But did the, well, we recycle. We recycle our gar fires. That's true. <laughs> was but was that were there can fires like that in New York City when we lived in New York? Probably. When we grew up? Oh, when we grew up, definitely. In like the 70s. the 70s, I'm sure every every street yeah. corner in the South Bronx had a burning trash can. I, can, I just can't remember if we saw it as we were driving through those neighborhoods. Because inevitably you had to drive through some of those neighborhoods the to Bronx get from one and, place yeah. to uh, the other in New York. Up the windows real high. Oh, yeah. Like, before the squeegee guy comes out. <laughs> <laughs> but do did we really see that or did we just see it on TV? I can't remember seeing it in real life specifically. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say no. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to okay. say no. Uh-huh. But it's happening. It looks like there are Christmas trees for sale right next to this abandoned diner. Yeah, which is weird to me because like if it's so economically disadvantaged that there's an open fire in a in a uh, oil drum in the street, mm-hmm. it seems like a bad place to be selling Christmas trees right next to a fire <laughs> yeah. in a place where it doesn't seem like it's a lot of foot traffic. But, you know, like so. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Maybe that was maybe that's why Slots was going into the drug business because his Christmas tree business is not. <laughs> oh, doing you think so that's well. his, he's literally kidnapping people and bringing them to his <laughs> businesses? <laughs> well, why are you here, Tom? Why don't you take a tree? Oh, you you got your kid a nice. Uh, you got me not all a sled. wrong. What's the what was the the sled thing? The, the flexible flyer. The flexible the flexible flyer. <laughs> Get a tree for the wife. What's Christmas without a tree? <laughs> um, don't get one of those fake trees. They're a big expense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I was suddenly also the oil drum, but now I can't remember what it was. <laughs> so lots of failed businesses. That's so funny. That's why he's his last resort is going to the drug business. <laughs> he cuts he cuts down the trees with his knife. That <laughs> takes so long to cut down each one because it's a saw through. <laughs> but then he can whittle it. You know, he's into whittling. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that snow is real. It's that's real mm, snow falling down. Really? The, yeah, from the sky. So I guess this was filmed. Uh, 
in snow when it used to snow in New York. Did they did they before they put a big dome over it yeah. to protect people from the UV the harmful UV or solar rays? Mm-hmm. Did they wait for it to snow or did they just film and say, "Oh wow, what a nice bonus." Uh, I can't imagine they waited for it mm-hmm. because it seems like that would be that would be a big expense to yeah. keep the crew sitting around <laughs> waiting for it to snow. So I'm uh, a so, businessman. So I'm guessing it was just a happy a happy accident. Yeah. So, um if anything, maybe they rushed into it too. That's why they didn't have like any, you know, there was no one. They didn't have any extras buying Christmas trees or mm-hmm. anything like that. They just lit it with an oil drum on fire and and yeah, uh, yeah. Wow, well, is that an oil drum? That's I think it is. I mean, it looks, I, at least I haven't looked at it. I'm not looking they, at it right now. But I guess I don't know the history of oil burners in New York City. But is that what? Is that how oil was delivered in these drums? Probably, right? I mean, I guess it could have been other liquids, too, besides oils, you know, yeah. olive oil. It's Luca Brazzi in there burning. Oh. <laughs> oh. Um, oh, yeah, so you mentioned the flexible flyer. Yes. Do we, does Tom still have all his presents and stuff? Or are they, are they waiting? I think in he the, does. Like, does he have them in there with the, oh, when gosh. he comes out of the diner? Is he you carrying them? Or is he? I think he comes out riding it. <laughs> down there, he tries, to, tries to escape he's all like hey, he to that was a deleted scene it was a, a chase in the street of course Slotso has to get on his old school sleigh old metal dome thing <laughs> they're chasing each other in the streets of New York that would be an exciting uh, no real chase scenes in uh, the Godfather no. I guess it's like uh, yeah, I guess there are not even fire. on a personal level there's not even a chase, chase he's scene. got a flexible fire and he's still ahead of me <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of which, yeah. So, has there ever been a sleigh chase, a snow sleigh chasing in any movie? I feel like it had to chasing, like a John James Bond movie or something. Oh, on, they always have people on skis and stuff. Yeah, skis. There, there are plenty of them. Oh, yeah. so I feel like they must have mixed it up one time and been <laughs> on a sled. <laughs> you know, like kid James Bond, yeah, Jimmy Bond, yeah. Uh, so the the we find out that the Don has survived. Mm-hmm. Well, before we go to oh, that yes. point, uh huh. Yes, I made a note that Tom. So when Tom and Salazzo go out, Salazzo goes and on in the shot goes to talk to someone in a car. Barzini. <laughs> you think it's Barzini? Oh, yeah. it was Barzini all along. Oh, it's true. Good wow, man. That's Carlo. Yeah. It's Carlo in the car. <laughs> it's Carlo, Barzini, uh, Fredo, and... Uh, Johnny Ola run, running everything. <laughs> so Salazzo goes and talks to someone in a car, and while he's doing it, Tom is waiting for... He's just waiting there. Yeah. I don't know why he's he's waiting. Salazzo earlier said, and now you can go, or now mm-hmm. you can leave. But yet they go out, and Tom just kind of waits around. Is he waiting for a ride? I assume that that the the car they went up to was the car that Tom was going to get in, and they were going oh, to drive him back because right. they blindfolded him and put him into into a car and drove a little bit. Did they blindfold him? They did. Yeah. Did we see in the no no it's in that. the book? Okay, it's in the yeah. book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because clearly they're in an economically run down area, so yeah. they got to bring him back at least <laughs> where the trains are running. It's like, Do you need a ride back to uh, Long Island, Tom? <laughs> Taxis are a big expense. <laughs> Tom f- actually figured out where he had been brought because mm-hmm. he heard, he felt them stop and he heard Salazzo say to the squeegee guy, get out of here, get out of here. Like <laughs> Driving he, all my customers away from my Christmas tree stand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I don't know. I guess he's just waiting for a ride back. But then Salazzo comes back and what does he say? He says he's still alive. Mm-hmm. Five shots and he's still alive. Yeah. 
I used to say I quote that line all the time, but you I do. used to say six shots that he stole. You did, yeah, you got it wrong. I know, it's weird. Yeah. Go figure. Yeah, I'm not sure why. Hmm. There's a bit in the I think book, the alliteration of six shots is yeah. better than five shots. I wonder, have, have you gone back and counted how many shots mm. the assassins... You think it's like a conspiracy, like Lee Harvey? Oh. Like there's another secret. Fredo was oh. the one shooting. That's why he dropped the gun. Oh, because it. it like <laughs> great if Fredo dropped the gun, and that was the bullet. That oh, <laughs> that's like the one of the, the latest conspiracy about how JFK died. It was the one of the Secret Service agents by, in the car behind. Oh, like oh, it's a great documentary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really interesting. <laughs> but anyway, that would be funny yet tragic. Yeah. Unless unless Fredo was purposely trying to, oh. you know. To, to get stepped over? No, no, it's to get closer to the chain of command. He oh, knew, like, yeah. if I get rid of the, if I get rid of Pop, then I get rid of Sonny, and then I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and it ruined his plans when yeah. uh, Pop lived and appointed Mikey. Mm-hmm. Sonny still got killed. Yeah. At least, at least that part of Fredo's yeah. plan worked. Well, and that makes sense because then throughout the movie, Fredo was still trying to get Michael killed. In part so, two. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Still, still, so this, uh, <laughs> this theory may just hold some Our fan water. theory? You like that one? Yeah, we are fan theorists. <laughs> nice. So five shots and he's still alive. Uh, I love the way he says it through gritted teeth, too. I think yeah. that's more what I'm imitating, the, the, yeah. the way he says it rather than the... Yeah, so yeah. lots of acting is great. Yeah. It's bad so, news for you, counselor. <laughs> is that what he calls him, counselor? Conciliary. Oh yeah, conciliary. Yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. in the in the last minute, Alex, I asked you if you felt that Tom really believed it was a good deal, mm-hmm. or whether he was just saying that Salazzo in the moment just so he can remember. He said, "I'll try. I'll do my yeah. best," mm-hmm. or whether he was just saying that to appease Salazzo to get out of there. What do you think? I think I think he does think it's a good deal, and he even recognizes it at that moment under duress. But I don't think he. I think he does recognize that it's a good deal, mm-hmm. but. When he says, I'll try my best, I don't think he's legitimately going to try his best. Because no. I think okay. he has some, you know, he can't be too happy he's about the situation. So he doesn't want to yeah. totally roll over and do whatever the term mm-hmm. says. But, you know, he does know it's a good deal. Yeah. May I read from the book? All right. Oh, gosh. I'm like a second grade teacher. I'll give you a little bit of a rope here, counselor. <laughs> but uh, it's better pay off. I'll give you a little leeway, but watch yeah. it. The judge always says... <laughs> Judge never says, "Oh, sure, go ahead." Oh yeah, yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. Just keep All asking. All the time <laughs> in the world. Um, Puzo writes. Finally, Hagen's mind. So back. This is back in the diner, before they left. Mm-hmm. Finally, Hagen's mind was working. For the first time, he really believed that Salazzo did not mean to kill him or told him or hold him as a hostage. The sudden relief from fear that flooded his body made him flush with shame. Ooh. Yeah, he's really. Sh- feeling shameful salazzo watched him with a quiet understanding smile hagen began to think things out if he did not agree to argue salazzo's case he might be killed but then he realized that salazzo expected him only to present it and present it properly as he was bound to do as a responsible conciliary and now thinking about it he also realized that salazzo was right Mm. as unlimited war between the Tatalias and the Corleones must be avoided at all costs. Mm. The Corleones must bury their dead and forget, make a deal. And then when the time was right, they could move against Salazzo. There you go. Yeah, Interesting. So he saw it both as a good deal, but still... You get to swallow your pride. But why did he feel that 
even accepting the deal and moving forward with that arrangement, they still needed to take care of Salazzo later. For a person, for... You can't, but wouldn't you that can't mess up the whole deal? Or I guess the, the well, Tatalis would still uphold the deal. Well, maybe by that time they could have more of their guys start to get more, you know, like... Yeah. Start to take over the drug racket so that they can get rid of... You know, like they do with, with uh, Mo Green. You know, yeah. they kind of... Work they with bought him, him and out. once they want to take it over, they kick the Turk out. Yeah, and, you know, but I don't pa- know why he's ashamed though. I think he, no, he was ashamed that he had been feeling um, that he was getting like he was shot. scared or getting killed. He, he was personally a risk. He felt yes, he was a big yeah. chicken. Yeah, <laughs> what am I gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> now, Tom, it's up to you to make the deal. I spent time with my family. <laughs> I swear, I do. It's no use. We go. They start. They start doing drugs next week. May I read on? Yes. This is interesting stuff. Uh, and um, but glancing up, he Hagen realized that Slotzer knew exactly what he was thinking. The Turk was smiling, and then it struck Hagen what had happened to Luca Bronzi that Slotzo was so unconcerned. Had Luca made a deal? Oh, I like Isn't that. that. Interesting. So Hagen picked up that. That Salazzo was not that concerned about Luca. Also, as far as we know, the Don is the only one who knew that Luca was being sent undercover. Correct. As as a uh, as a spy. Yeah. So when he says Luca might have flipped, he literally I mean that theoretically could have actually happened yeah. at this point. But uh, Although no one could have no one would have believed that. I mean, if Hagen, that's why the plan is so is so is terrible. That's why the, the Don is slipping because no one would believe yeah, that Luca, I know, would do it, and just happens to be right after the Turk approaches them about I doing know. the deal. It's just although I mean, in the book, that it is a few weeks, and he it takes. But, he's he's sort of undercover, and this call girl that he's sleeping with is the right, one right, who brings yeah. them the story. But still, I, I know it's not a good plan. Yeah, in the movie, it's a terrible plan. <laughs> <laughs> the very next scene. Yeah. But I guess Don Corleone was smart to not tell anyone that Luca was going undercover. Because remember what Michael learned from Pop? What? You remember what he learned? What did he learn? He said, you must think as others around you think. And Pop had to know that there were spies in the Corleone family. But I'm surprised he didn't even tell like Tom and Sonny and yeah. stuff. Yeah. At least for, so Santino could learn a lesson. Right. But maybe that's... Uh... Mm-hmm. Maybe that shows you how how tough the Don is that he doesn't ultimately does not even trust. Oh boy! Like on some level, he doesn't even trust Tom or or uh, even Sonny. Maybe he trusts them, but doesn't trust their abilities. Yeah, you know, like he trusts their loyalty, but not their yeah, yeah. I mean, Santino's got a big mouth. Yeah, that's I can see because that, that was Sonny. That was right alive. after that scene too. Yeah, like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I can see him not trusting Sonny. Yeah, because he he, he talks when he should listen. Mm-hmm. But Tom seems like a trustworthy guy, and well, but he's not a wartime conciliary, and so he mm, could be pressured so. or bullied. I mean, if Salazzo so, had had even like held a knife to his neck, who knows what? So if if Jenko had been still alive, if Papa had Jenko at this mm-hmm. time. Would he have told Jenko that he was sending Luca undercover? I guess we don't uh, know what their relationship was. But. I'm going to say yes. Okay. Jenko was there when Pop held a gun to the band leader's head. Jenko was there for that? Jenko was there, yeah. So it was Jenko, Don Corleone, and Luca Brazzi's yeah. office is getting more crowded with every uh, scene. Yeah. <laughs> and it was Don Corleone who had the, held the gun against the band leader's head. Right. 
Yeah. That's again, that's another weird, uh, and, and a strange I, thing. And I think a seven year old Jack Waltz walked in too. Oh, <laughs> in one of those, those, uh, ponies, horse head on like a stick, <laughs> you know, like one of those, look, I'm a cowboy. <laughs> oh, I'm a cowboy. He's <laughs> still, still all gruff and, <laughs> <laughs> oh no by then he would have been all like a russian accent and stuff oh yeah that's right yeah <laughs> i am riding the horse like american <laughs> cowboy uh let's see i got a little bit more of the book you want to hear sure it's interesting stuff uh but now is not the time to worry about such details tom had to get back to the safety of the corleone family fortress in long beach i'll do my best he said to salazzo I believe you're right. It's even what the Don would want us to do. Mm. Ooh, let me stop right there. Is that true, Alex? It's what the Don would want. Don would want them to make. Would the, the deal? Don want them to make the deal? Hmm, that's what Hagen just said to Salazzo. I guess I would say no. Hmm. So you think the Don would get shot and then be like, "Okay, make the deal," or is I don't it kind know. of like the thing where he'd want them to make a deal and then just so that he can? I'm going to say no. He doesn't want them to make the deal because he was refusing for all these reasons about mm-hmm. the, the political contacts and the judges. Like, I don't know why, mm. just because he got shot, he would suddenly be like, okay, I guess those, those lawyers and senators. Well, for all the reasons Salato is arguing that he should take the deal is that it's going to turn into war and the other families won't stand for it. It's going to cost everyone a ton of money. And that's going to conflict with the Don's interests. Hmm. It's, it's, it's sort of Salazzo's forcing the nuclear option, and only Don Corleone can decide. I'm going to say that um, they would come up with another way. Hmm. Of like uh, only if, if they only had someone that they could, well, like uh, have kill Salazzo and any of his bodyguards, someone they didn't suspect, well, maybe like Connie or Carlo. Well, I guess that's kind of what they do. With I know. Well. <laughs> no, I was thinking more like what they do with Frankie Five Angels. We have to mention Frankie Five Angels. Yes. Like, oh, the Turk's brother is staying at the Corleone guest as our oh. guest. Do you know what I mean? Oh, we we're so happy to make the deal. Like some like way of around it that mm. that would outsmart the Turk. Mm. I guess. Okay. Is. And I guess that's kind of ultimately what they do. Although it's Michael's yeah. idea. Yeah. And I think Michael's also the one who came up with the idea of having uh, Frankie Five Angels' brother come. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Michael's the one who really is almost more brilliant, at least at that stage, a more, more, a better strategist than his father. Yeah. Maybe yeah. when he was younger, he, uh, he might have, the, the Don might have been. Yeah. But, you know, also the Don's like an uneducated, like, rube. Like, yeah. in terms of, like, Michael at least went to, he went to college to get stupid. He went yeah. to the army, kind of has seen more of the world. And, and even Hagen noted when, when they all met with Salazzo that the Don seemed very, a peasant like when he was greeting Salazzo. Yeah. And and he's in one of those coordinating the meeting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was slipping. Yeah. So uh so and, Michael and he's really dead now the- and there's nothing you can do to bring him back. <laughs> Although I guess even Michael wasn't that clever because he wound up he wound up destroying himself. Yeah, he was too clever. Yeah. I'm not that clever, kid. <laughs> Just the right amount of clever. <laughs> uh can I finish up? May I, may I continue reading, Alex? Yes. It's really interesting how it wraps up. Salazzo nodded gravely. Fine. I don't like bloodshed. I'm a businessman, and blood costs too much money. Mm. I like how they did it in a movie better. It's, it's more streamlined. Yeah. Uh, at that moment, the phone rang. Blah, blah, blah. Um, blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Let's see. 
he himself felt a thrill of fear. Salazzo was looking at him speculatively, and suddenly Hagen knew that he was no longer going to be set free, that something had happened that might mean his death. Salazzo said, The old man is still alive. Five bullets in his Sicilian hide, and he's still alive. <laughs> he gave a fatalistic shrug. Bad luck, he said to Hagen. Bad luck for me, bad luck for you. End of chapter. I like that. Interesting. His Sicilian hide. It's like an animal. <laughs> um, I think it's interesting that we don't see Tom's reaction mm-hmm. to finding out that the Don is still alive. Yeah. It's just you see kind of Tom from the back three-quarter shots. So mm-hmm. it's, it's uh, interesting. That they well, they had to show him like that because he was he was wearing the cue cards for <laughs> Al Lettieri. Is that why they had Tom in so many scenes? Because <laughs> Robert Duvall was so good at holding cue cards up for other actors? <laughs> He was good at it, but that was part of his union responsibility. <laughs> Have we, uh, we're, we're mentioning this because someone just posted on Fredo Corleone, Mickey, Fredo Corleone's Mickey Mouse nightclub that that Robert Duvall wore cue cards in Marlon Brando's scene so he could read his yeah. dialogue. Have we talked about that before on the show? I, I think many, many weeks ago. Yeah, well, probably in the, the very scene beginning. Where, I think the very beginning of yeah, the movie. Probably in the scene where they were, yeah, yeah. probably so... Uh, um. Yeah, and then uh, that's it. That's is that anything else for the Turk and Tom? Gosh, that's it. That's all I have. It's another well, big news. Don's still alive. Oh yeah, he's that's a badass Don. That's good news for us because we love all those minutes to have the yeah. Don. <laughs> and even better news for the listener. How <laughs> can um, you turn that? I was bad news for the Turk and bad news for Tom. But you made it good news for us and even better news for the listeners. I thought he You're said. An I thought he said it was it was bad news for me and even worse news for you. Uh, we're gonna look, have to look at this. I will. I will look right now in the script book. Uh, I think he says bad news. He's still alive. Why would it be worse news for him? Oh yeah. Well, that's yeah, bad luck for me and bad luck for you if you don't make that deal. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um. Hmm. Yeah. It's a great tw- twist on the story. Because I, I try to imagine myself watching this for the first time yeah. and wondering, oh, wow, what does this mean now? He's still alive. Right. Is he going to be coherent and calling shots? Right. Or Don't s- say shots. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Vito. <laughs> or is Sonny now calling the shots? We don't know. Because yeah. What so they should great. do is cut back to the Corleone compounds. So we could find out what, what's know. going on. They over really there. should do that. <laughs> This is the last time we see the Turk, I think, until he gets shot, right? Are there any scenes with the um, Turk? I think you're right. I think when they pick up Michael in the car. Yeah. And the Turk's in the back seat. Right, yeah. Says, gotta frisk you. Hello, hello, Carlo. <laughs> <laughs> I frisk a thousand young punks. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to get to the McCluskey stuff. I watched uh, another Turner Classic movie that had um, Sterling Hayden, that actor, oh, in it. Oh, really? Because uh, wow. I saw that his name was in the thing, and I, and I basically was just fast-forwarding, because it was like a movie of like a, from like the 60s or something. Uh-huh. So I was fast-forwarding and trying to oh, is that Sterling Hayden? Oh, trying yeah. to see if I could write it. And yeah. then there's one guy like, oh, that's definitely him. Yeah. What movie was it? I don't remember. Do you remember who, who, what character he played? What kind of character? Uh, no. That's awesome. I don't remember what it was. I wish I, I should have wrote it down. Well, it's so funny. These guys probably didn't definitely didn't think that this would be their most notable role i was watching um i know you watched it uh 
the that wild wild country the documentary yeah. on netflix about the rajneesh did you watch the whole thing yeah yeah wasn't there a bit about the one of the the wives of one of the producers of the godfather becoming a oh yeah a member of that cult that's right <laughs> yeah it's funny to yeah, imagine and that's sort of the the last iteration of the cult right. I mean, while yeah, it was yeah. still in oregon yeah yeah, yeah that's right <laughs> And she was the one who was bankrolling. There were a bunch of Hollywood people who right. joined the cult and, and were bankrolling of, it. And kind, uh, of, kind of took it over. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> I remember my first thought was, oh, of course, she's got tons of dough because Paramount <laughs> makes so much money from their logo. Their logo. <laughs> it's still that logo. uh funded the the greatest uh, or one of the biggest cults in the, the still to this day. The what is it? The largest uh, act of of domestic bioterrorism yeah, in, right. in the they, U.S. They, uh, you know, we will spoil it for anyone yeah, yeah. who Sorry, hasn't seen spoiler it. Sorry, spoiler alert. No, no, I mean, that's an yeah, exciting It's a good documentary. Yeah, it is a good documentary. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so then we go back to the Corleone compound. Mm-hmm. The uh, the house and the Michael's car pulls up. Well, mm-hmm. a car pulls up. Mm-hmm. Michael gets out. It's funny to me that the car pulls up, Michael gets out, walks into the house, and then the car basically drives behind him, like mm-hmm. into the compound. Why didn't they just let Michael? Out? Why did they let Michael mm-hmm. out outside the gate and have him walk in, as opposed to having the car drive up to the door and having him get out? Especially if you're trying to protect him, uh-huh. you think you'd want him outside as little as possible. Yeah, uh, it's like uh, it's like anti valet. <laughs> <laughs> they drop you off as far away yeah. from the place. They call know, it, is it a safety issue? I don't know. Or maybe that maybe they were going to park it and he was walking into a different part of the... The car literally more or less follows the same path that he... Huh. The only thing I can think of is that movie-wise, mm-hmm. we've seen that outside of the Corleone compound. That's mm-hmm. where Sonny beat up the, you know, through the camera oh, yeah. and, you know, mm-hmm. and stuff. So it's just reminding the audience that this is where they are mm-hmm. as opposed to just showing... Oh, got it, yeah. Like, uh, but... Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. That's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't think of it. Well, maybe we'll have to... Speak with a security consultant to see if there was some reason. <laughs> Bring one in. Well, back in the 40s, what you don't understand is these cars were made from an alloy. <laughs> that had a- well, see, actually, there was, a, there was an underground like <gasps> room under the driveway, oh. and the car would have been too heavy to drive over if Michael was still in the car. Oh. So they had to take 130 pounds <laughs> yeah. out, and then, so then they could drive over it safely oh, without, uh, without... Well, don't they have a little chain, too? Yeah. They, we yeah. do see that in the, in the yeah, scene. Yeah, they, they close it after. Yeah. after they, uh, <laughs> like, sorry, we need CID, Mr. Corleone. <laughs> so do you think that they're on Long Island? Mm-hmm. Last time we saw Michael, they were in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Did that car go pick him up in Manhattan? Did he take the LIRR out there and then they picked him up at the station? Hmm. What's your thoughts on that? I think they probably went and picked him up. Yeah. Well, you've been, kid. Yeah. And when Sonny called him. <laughs> yeah. Because Kay and Michael had been staying at a hotel. Right. So I'm guessing Kay stays at the hotel. I We'll see in the next few minutes yeah. if she joins them. Right. Yeah, yeah. we don't know what... Um, I think she's still outside the phone booth. <laughs> she's like, oh, Michael. <laughs> he like closed the door while she was. <laughs> she's still dealing with the guy who's, who had, gave him the newspaper. He's like, you got to pay for this paper. <laughs> extra, extra. Uh, I, yeah. Where does Michael live? What is his residence? I guess he just got out of the army. Yeah, he just got out. Of the Marines. Yeah. So I, I guess know he's the, been in the city for a few days, although he mm-hmm. didn't tell his family. He's been staying yeah. at a hotel in Manhattan with Kay. 
but who apparently also does not live in Manhattan. Yeah, they, she lives with her family up in New England. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, that's all I had for the minute, though. Uh, the only thing, uh, the other moment I had was that uh, musically, mm-hmm. this is the debut mm-hmm. of what I call the Godfather suspense music. Mm-hmm. That yeah. which I guess yeah. most famously is in the hospital scene that's coming up. Yeah. Where the, where there. So it's, it's like the, a chiming. It's like a for whom the bell tolls. Yeah. It's kind of a chiming. And, a kind of a, and then that kind of like, is that a minor? That kind of like, the kind mm-hmm. of like violins. Yeah, the swelling of low brass yeah. or something, low yeah. strings. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, music. it's very cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it ends with, uh, the minute ends with Mikey walking into the uh, Corleone mm-hmm. future Frankie Five Angels compound. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad this house never went to strangers. <laughs> Uh, all right, so what do you want to rate this one? Huh. Well, we learned that Don is still alive. Five shots and he's still alive. There's five shots in his Sicilian hide and he's still alive. <laughs> five shots in his Sicilian five hide. Five hides still alive. Um, uh, I mean, it's cool. You hear the music. It's it's kind of borderline two to three. I would give it a two and a half. I'm going to say two. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, two. Yeah, you other than learn the, some some new information, but as far as it's really drama. like a linking kind of a yeah kind of a scene. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, but coming up we have the big uh, oh, a lot man. of good stuff. Uh, a lot of good stuff coming up. Yeah. Speaking of coming up, we have like only a few minutes left until Paulie. You know what happens to Paulie? What happens to Paulie? You won't be seeing him no more. Well, you'll see him one more time at least. Well, maybe one more time. <laughs> well, Paulie, you'll be seeing him one more time. <laughs> it's quite at the same. Uh, my advice to Polly: stop calling out sick. Yeah, that's a, this should be a lesson to everyone. <laughs> like, you know, like it's like a training film. <laughs> Don't call out sick and betray your, uh, your... Oh, man, you know what? I know we talked about in the last bonus content of talking about game shows mm-hmm. in this bonus content. Maybe? Game shows? We talked about game shows? Well, we talked about talking about game shows. Oh, okay. okay, like if we, if God if the characters were gonna host game shows, oh, what okay. would they do? Okay, got it. That's got one it. possibility. Another mm-hmm. one is uh, Godfather recruiting training videos. <laughs> okay, I All like right? it. We can yeah. go with it. Come yeah, on, let's right? see. Yeah, let's, right. we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. But in the, min, in the meantime, here is your cannoli, cannoli countdown, countdown minute. minutes. He got a cold and then didn't show up to work. I thought Paulie was a good kid, but it turned out he was the stupid jerk. I'm talking about a countdown. Guns and cannoli. Countdown. You won't be seeing Paulie no more. You gotta leave the gun to send a clear message or else you might lose your life. And whatever you do, take that cannoli. Don't upset Clemenza's wife. We're working on a countdown. How many minutes left? How many minutes left? We're doing the countdown. How many minutes left? How many minutes left, consigliere? How many minutes left? So, Alex, how many minutes left? Not many left. Well, if this is minute 53, and it happens in 50. Nueve, nueve, uh-huh. then that must mean there are those minutes left. Two minutes left. 
Two minutes left. I can't hear you. Two minutes left. No, wait a minute. That's not right. It's not two minutes left. <laughs> I'm surprised you really went with oh, it, Oh, man. You got me singing. <laughs> I didn't hear, I didn't hear the, the Godfather's advice, which is to keep, <laughs> keep my enemies closer. <laughs> Now, uh, yeah, you mentioned the bonus content, uh-huh. which people can hear by going to uh, godfatherminute.com slash support. Mm-hmm. And um, I think we talked about this off the air. You can feel free to edit this out if this is not the case. But my understanding was that once the that's once the cannoli scene happens, you are going to uh, make the cannoli countdown as available as an MP3 for our, page, for our Patreon supporters. That's right. So they can listen to the song anytime they want for as long as they want. That's right. When Minute 59 is released, we will also release the Cannoli Countdown MP3. The first song in the uh, the double the double mm. concept album that uh, <laughs> that we will be releasing. So. It's Kilroy! Kilroy! <laughs> oh, and, you know, just last night I, uh, I mixed, and it's a new mix of the Cannoli Countdown, Ooh. too. I tweaked it uh-huh. for MP3 to add to your library. I adjusted some levels. How long is it? Um, How many minutes long is it? It's 59 minutes long. 59 minutes? It so it'll blow Whoa, out your that's iTunes. That's like the dance room. <laughs> it'll blow out your iTunes library. Well, it's really just a minute long, but mm-hmm. the, the remaining 58 minutes is the dawn. Going, How many minutes left? Which I re-recorded. Yeah. And just kept saying like, Come on, Bonacera. How many minutes yeah. left? Come on, Connie. How, How many, many minutes and left? I went through all the characters. Oh, you know what it should be? Um, it should be the uh, when you say when you say "Come on, um, Connie," uh-huh. then it should be Connie going "How many minutes oh, left, yeah. Johnny?" Oh, that's even perfect. You know? We can make it a four-hour yeah. Connelly countdown. Come on, thank you, Five Angel. Angels. <laughs> <laughs> he would sing it as Frankie yeah. and the Five Angels. <laughs> all right. Anyway, we should save all this for the bonus. Oh, man, we're rocking. So uh, we're, we're we're on. So, yes, join us there, and um, until then, take the gun Gun and leave leave that cannoli. cannoli.